Welcome to another episode of Their Mass Verges. Hello. Um, yes. Yes. Right. So, uh, new week. Uh, we've both been off for a week. We so have both been off for a week. There's not really anything to talk about in our day-to-day lives other than uh, I just need to figure out how to make money and not have a job. <laughs> The, the weekly struggle. Or find someone to pay me to do nothing. Because <laughs> I've decided that's what I want to do. That's my career aspirations here. Is this week off has taught me that I don't want to do a job. <laughs> it has been really nice having the week off. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I've got a... I'm off for another week. You are, yes. Uh, and you... Oh, well, you're starting a new job. So. I'm starting a new job. So yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes for you. This is like your second job, like this year. Like you quit the job that we worked at at the start of the year, then you took a new job, and now you've taken another job. Yes, it's all, it's all going off for you. Yeah, which um, is good. You seem uh, well. We talked about this briefly. Uh, you seem to. Be able to do this. I've always uh, been like impressed by your ability to, you know, interview, get new jobs, be good at jobs, that kind of thing. It's always been something that uh, impresses me uh, because obviously I wouldn't have. I mean, it's it's different for me on the job front uh, and like the situation and that kind of thing. So when you do this kind of stuff, I'm always like, oh, that's pretty. It's uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I like. I feel like it's not that impressive. I know it's not because, but, like, yeah, as I say, it's for you. It's uh, it's easy. Well, no, it's not that it's easy. But yeah, there was um, like, I didn't leave the job I was at because of any like big reasons. It's just uh, the area of banking that I worked in. Uh, there's going to be some big changes to it, and it just seemed like a little bit insecure and also the hours I was working that was it was three till half ten at night so I was getting home about 11 and I worked about a 20 minute drive away uh and I just felt like I well I didn't want to drive to work every day because uh that you know environmentally I didn't like that so the new job is it's like a half hour walk or I could cycle it so I wouldn't have to drive and uh it's nine till half five, so yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's better hours. Like I, because I found that even though I had the mornings, if I know that I've got to be somewhere, and I don't know if this is like a burger thing or, and like just anyone in general, but if you know you've got to be somewhere, like I knew I had to leave. I left every day at like quarter to two, so I spent all morning just not really relaxing because I knew I was going to work. I didn't want to, you know, do anything. I didn't want to like. I don't know. I started having weird thoughts. Like if I wanted to go for a run, I'd then worry that like, what if I'm out for a run? And then for some reason I can't get back within the next three hours. Just like mental thoughts. Whereas I think if I finish at half five, like having the evening, just be nice to wind down. It fits in better with you. Yeah, you've always done that though. You've always, uh, you always do this thing where we've got like bags of time to do stuff. But you... um 
you just sort of like we'll be like oh yeah we'll go do this he was like have we got time and I'm like yeah it's six hours away oh yeah I know I think <laughs> like because I think we've spoken about this a bit before like I'm a massive overly cautious with time if I've got three hours until I've got to be somewhere and I've got a, to do something that takes like half an hour I'll still be questioning whether I have enough time whereas with you you are kind of the opposite if you've got half an hour to do something until you've got to be somewhere and you've got to do something that takes like 25 minutes you'll be like yeah I've got loads of time yeah we were kind of opposite ends there so yeah which I guess kind of uh Actually, no. What's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> what was going on there? What happened there? No, nothing. <laughs> what? Nothing. What was that? I was going to say that fits in with this episode, but we haven't even gone into you. So. Well, there's nothing going on with me. You, I've been off all week. So. Uh, like yeah, say, but how? Oh, I suppose. I've, I've been off all week. I am looking forward to being off next week. Yeah. And yeah, it's different for me because I know with you, the job, like, because the hours are a bit weird and you didn't like traveling uh and you know things like that uh that's made you just up and like you know look for a new job and get a new job whereas for me um i have this weird thing of when i take a job it doesn't matter how awful the job is or not that your job was awful but say i had a job that yeah. was really bad uh i just stay uh once i was there uh, yeah. i just try and figure out ways to adjust and be okay with how bad it is um and i've kind of done that with all jobs is once i'm in i worry about like being able to get another job because like i've said before my interview abilities are awful uh i've never got a job from an interview uh from any interviews i've ever had i've said before the jobs i have now i got them because i knew somebody that already worked there that basically approached me and said i'm looking for somebody to want a job um, but every time I've gone at like things on my own, I've never got work. So like I kind of with any job, if I'm doing it and I hate it, uh, I will just continue to work there because I think, well, you know, this is, this is it. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting that you just up and do that and you just do that. And obviously we hang out a lot. So I've been with you uh for the last two job changes and yeah it's been making me a bit anxious your uh job changes in general because i you know, like i was trying to think about like if it was me and then i think that's been making me like go oh if it was me like <laughs> what are you doing this is crazy um so that yeah you said this episode this episode this week uh we are gonna do it on because we've been off and it's a week off I wanted to talk about, I think I mentioned last week, talking about how you relax as someone on the spectrum. Yeah. Um, but also I wanted to talk about uh, worrying um, yeah. as somebody on the spectrum. So they're kind of related because obviously I took, I've taken two weeks off because, and I, I mean, I had to use my holiday. I get like four week holiday a year and I always forget to book it off because I said before, like I always forget that you're supposed to take holiday. Holiday is one of those things that, I still relate to going abroad or, you know, traveling or going somewhere else in the country, you know, like staying in a hotel, tent, whatever, caravan. Yeah. Um, and I I don't do that kind of stuff. So it makes me forget to book holiday because I think, well, there's no point me booking holiday because I'm not going to go anywhere. So I forget. And then it gets to the end of the year. And like the company I work for, if you don't use your holiday by the time your holiday is up, uh, so our holiday resets the end of June. Uh, you just lose it. 
So I always do this. I always forget all year round to book holidays because it's not something I think about. And then in the last few months before, um, before, the deadline. It, before it runs out, I just book uh, like four weeks off in a row. I've got two weeks this month, two weeks next month. And then I've got like five days I've got to use at random somewhere apparently. So I take time off. And then it's not till I'm off that I realize, ah, this is why I'm supposed to take holiday you know, like not having to go to work, not having to interact in the NT world as much as I have to normally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like everything just feels better, nicer, calmer. Uh, this week off has been good because, uh, you know, we've we've done stuff, but it's not been stuff that's stressful or, well, a couple of bits are stressful, but not intentionally. Um I just went like the, the hospital stuff on that one then. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah like um, it's just, it's just nice. Um uh, yeah. Oh, actually, no, the only thing I've done this week as a weird side note is I had my last therapy for um, my... So obviously I got ruled out as not being dyspraxic, even though I thought I was. Yeah. Uh, and then they did tests for sight dyspraxia this week to see if it's just something to do with my vision, which apparently it's definitely not that. They haven't marked it yet, but my therapist said that I got through the tests quicker than she'd get through the tests. And uh, apparently she's like pretty sure that that's it. So they're now going to put me through for ADHD. So I'm going to go get tested for ADHD. I know I said this executive functioning disorder, but she wants to like see if it's ADHD as well because, you know, she's basically just put me through all the tests just to rule stuff out. So once yeah. I've been and had the test, we can be like, well, it's not this then. So ADHD is the thing I'm waiting for now. I'm being referred to a unit. Uh, and it's to do with the reason this has happened is my social worker. Uh, I've been in a lot of accidents. So, you know, I got hit by a car nearly a year ago now was the last one I had. Uh, and it put me in hospital for a few days. I've had loads of car crashes, bike crashes, like all kinds of things. Um, as well as some other stuff. And originally my social worker put me through for this stuff to get diagnosed because she thought I should probably find out what it is to stop myself from like, you know, nearly getting myself killed. Yeah. But it's discovered that it, it's into other stuff uh, and there's loads of other things in my life. Like I have issues concentrating full stop. Like I'm kind of done that with this episode today. I was starting to introduce the episode and now I'm moving back into something else. But it's just something that's come to my head. And, you know, we, we talk about the things that are happening to us for this podcast. So, and they think that one of the reasons I crash is that when I cycle, uh, sometimes I just stop concentrating to what I'm doing. So like I'll be cycling down the road and sometimes I just forget that I'm on a bike and I'm cycling and uh, they think that might be related to why I crash on a bike. Uh, it's not the reason why I've crashed cars though. So I don't know what that is. My reasons for crashing cars, have, I've always been paying attention at the time when I crashed the car. I always felt it had something to do with like spatial awareness, but apparently my spatial awareness is fine. So at the moment, we're still trying to figure out what is this issue with me not being able to read books and not being able to pay attention when I'm at work or doing jobs or talking to people or talking to you. Yeah. And they just want to rule it out and find out what it is. And at this point now, I'm interested in what it is. So now I'm on a waiting list for ADHD. So, yeah, that's something that I've done since since I've been off this week. But, yeah, like I was saying, this episode, um, we're talking about time off. Uh, and like I said, we're talking about, um, is it possible for someone on the spectrum to properly relax in the same way that, and I guess I mean this in the stereotype, you know, like when you see adverts for holiday resorts where people are in a pool on a airbed, yeah. you know, with a cocktail or like, you know what I mean? Like meditating in a beach somewhere, you know, like that kind of stereotypical, 
what people class as relaxing, you know, hot bath with like doing candles and like that yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I'm not convinced that people on the spectrum can fully relax. I feel like we can turn certain things off when we're not having to do certain stuff. So avoiding situations like supermarkets, going to work, do you know what I mean? Those sort of things, making phone calls, the things that for us are stressful. Avoiding them is a way of relaxing, I suppose. My therapist told me this week that the thing I should try doing is when I spend 15 minutes a day um, just no telly on, no music on, just sat and let my thoughts do their thing. She told me about a guy that is similar to me who what he has to do is he has to spend half an hour, 45 minutes a day processing all his interactions of the day. So everybody's spoken to, everything he's done. He has to spend 45 minutes to an hour like speed running through his day okay, uh, to decide, um, you know, everything that happened and think about everything that's happened and process everything that happened. And then once he's done that, he can calm down and go to sleep and that kind of thing. Uh, she said, have I ever considered doing something like that? But I said that my thoughts, I don't get like distracted or backed up in the sense of because I haven't had time to think about all my interactions and processes I've done of the day. My thoughts are completely different. My thoughts are really erratic and they move around a lot. So I think about stuff and then it makes me think of something else. And then I think about that something else for about two minutes. And then that something else makes me think of something else. And I keep doing that. So when I'm thinking, it's not like him where he thinks about everything throughout the day. My thoughts are more sort of, I think about things constantly, but loads of different things. Some stuff doesn't matter. Some stuff does um, and I do that all the time. So when I'm off or like when we've taken a time off this week, it hasn't really stopped my thought processes uh, and the things I think about. But I feel like because I've not been at work and we've not been doing like interactions and that kind of thing that um, I've not had to I've not had to have new stuff added. You know, yeah. I've not been at work. I've not been talking to people. I've not been interacting with the NT world. So there's not been new things added to my thought processes. And I feel like it's kind of like my normal life I suppose my work life and that kind of thing has been paused and now I've got the time just to think out all the thoughts I was gonna think during this time off and then hopefully by the time I go back to work I'll be reset enough not fully but you know what I mean like I'll have thought about everything I wanted to think about with no distractions for two weeks and then <clears throat> when I go back it'll the whole process will start again yeah you know I mean, you've been off this week. Do you feel like you've relaxed? Do you feel like you can relax? Mm, no. Probably not. Well, my... I think... Yeah, I don't really relax as much because I... Uh, like, I, for me, I guess... I don't know if it's classed as relaxing, but routine is, like, my sort of calm space so I like getting settled into a routine so I've really enjoyed having the week off and I feel like I needed it but I'm also looking forward to having the structure of um I guess like almost not go I don't know if going back to work is the right thing but having the structure of going back to like my meals uh because I've got new hours now I'm working out when I'm gonna do like the tidying because that's like a big part of what I enjoy doing like tidying and cleaning is what helps me relax so I'm gonna work out whether I'm gonna do that in the mornings or in, like when I get home in the evenings and stuff like that 
so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting settled into the routine. I think um, for me, the thing, like if I was having a week off from just from the job that I was doing and then going back to that job, I'd have been more relaxed because I already know what the routine is for that. But because I'm starting a new job with different hours, I'm a little bit more on edge or not on edge, but like eager to get into this new routine. So I know how everything works and I'm, I know how things are going to flow, if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, for you, it does definitely make sense. We've been off this week. Uh, our days have not been planned. No. Um, and I know that when we've been eating at random times of the day, I have noticed that it has been like freaking you out a little bit. Whereas I know if you're back to work, do you know what I mean? Like you have to be at the same place at the same time every yeah. day. Your breaks are at the same time every day. Do you know what I mean? So I know you prefer that. So yeah, I guess a week off for you is nice in the sense of, because I know you'd said before that you haven't had any time off in ages. Yeah. Uh, and this is your first like block of time off in almost a year, I think, for you. Yeah. It's been, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess you haven't relaxed that much. But then equally, like, do you have like the constant thoughts? Does your mind do the same thing mine does? Because you seem more focused than me a lot of the time. So like when we're talking or doing stuff, like, you know, like, or you're able to just channel your thoughts when you've got to, you know? Well, um, I think... You don't really ever talk about, uh, like, how your brain works. Like, for example, um, I was going to say, my therapist said that, have I ever thought about using, like, fidget cubes? And I was explaining to her that I have a fidget cube. And I know a lot of people use fidget cubes as a way to focus, so they're supposed to have it in their hand, and the messing with it while it's in their hand distracts their thoughts so that they're able to then focus on the thing they're doing and I was explaining to my therapist that with me fidget cubes do the opposite so with a fidget cube you've got like obviously all the different sides that do different things every time I mess with a side it reminds me of something so like there's the one that's like the weird dials that's like a combination lock or a bike lock and I was explaining that when I do that one it reminds me of any bike I've ever had that had that combination lock I remember having one that was like a blue see-through chain one um, and then I was talking about how is that safer? Then I was like, in my head, I started thinking, is that safer than a D lock? Should I get a D lock? I don't leave my bike anywhere. Like it doesn't matter, I suppose, so much, I guess. But if I did leave my bike, where would I leave it? But then why would I need to leave my bike somewhere? Where would I be going? And like that's what a fidget cube does to me, and it distracts me even more than what I was doing before. Whereas for you, I never really, we never really talk about your, like I suppose brain patterns or thought patterns or whatever you want to call it uh like I don't even know like how you go about thinking your <laughs> stuff like does it I, I assume it doesn't jump around like mine does uh whereas mine's all over the shop constantly uh I kind of just have got good at talking to people and interacting with people while my brain's thinking like while we're talking now and doing this podcast uh I am thinking about three different things at the same time I'm thinking yeah. about this and where we've got to go after we've been here and I'm looking at that those packages over there on that chair and thinking about what we're going to do with them at some yeah. point and I'm also thinking about what outfit would I put on Murphy if I'm going to change his clothes Murphy for those that are listening I have a like a skeleton in my front room that I change their clothes depending on the weather and it's getting warmer here now so I want to put him into summer clothes yeah um, but I'm thinking about all those three things while I'm talking to you about this podcast um, but yeah with you I don't, I don't know what goes on in your head or how your thoughts work. <laughs> I mean, obviously, like, you've never talked about them with me, and I've known you for a while now. So, like, equally, if you don't want to talk about them on this podcast, 
that's like totally cool because I've got loads of stuff we can talk about for this episode. I know, it's fine. It's just I think mine is different. Well, I know mine's like really different to yours. So like my brain does the jumpy around thing that you described, but only when I'm really worked up. If I'm like going into a meltdown, it's usually how I know that I'm going into a meltdown because my thoughts are like crazy and it feels like everything's coming in at once and I can't stop it. And I think because I don't do that all the time, that's why when I'm having a meltdown, I tend to sort of like scream or scratch at my head or scratch in general because I'm trying to like slow the thoughts down or block them out because I don't usually have that. It's only when I'm like in meltdown or super stressed or worried about something that my thoughts start jumping. Right. Um, so like if I'm, for example, like you usually text me when you get home because yeah. I'm usually at work. So if you're cycling home at like half eight, you'll get home about nine usually once you've got changed and stuff. So like if I don't get a text at nine or around then, like say it gets to like quarter past nine and there's been no text, that's when my brain starts doing like jumpy things. So I'm like, what if he's been hit by a car? How am I going to know who's going to... Like that happens and I do that. But I think in in general, I have the opposite problem of it's... Um, a lot of the time... My thoughts are like in slow motion and sometimes I know I need to think of something but honestly it's like I'm trying to, it's like I'm on an exercise bike trying to like speed up the thoughts but they just don't really come to me, like I I genuinely feel like my thoughts go really slow, like like I say, when I'm stressed they're really quick but generally and that's why I focus on things, when I'm focused on something I'm really focused on it because there's nothing else around. Like, it's just that thing. I get really focused. If I'm reading a book and someone can, like, someone can be having, screaming next to me and I probably won't notice because I'm so focused on what I'm doing. And, like, a thing about me, as you know, is, like, I can I can sleep anytime. I don't. I know for a lot of people on the spectrum, getting to sleep can be really difficult because of the thoughts, like, you're really worked up and it can be hard to get to sleep. I have the opposite problem of, I sleep a lot, like, I can fall asleep anywhere and I get tired easily and, yeah, if I, I really enjoy sleeping, so if if I've got nothing to do, I'll just have a nap. And I think, um, it's almost, sometimes it feels like I'm not even in my head, sometimes I've, don't know how to describe it sometimes when I'm struggling to like if I've got a thought going on in my head and then someone's talking to me I find it difficult to focus on them talking to me because I'm just thinking of this one thought that's in my head it's almost like I'm out of my own body and I seem really unfocused because I've got just got this one thought going on it's like I I have the opposite problem of sometimes my head is sort of almost empty and trying to take in stuff and think about things can be difficult um, for me. It, like, I'm not uh, completely blank all the time. I think I've made it sound like I don't have any thoughts. I do, but yeah, I feel like they're they're slower than... I mean, obviously slower than yours, but I feel like they go slower than like an NT person as well. Like, sometimes someone will ask me a question that I would definitely know the answer to, but it will take me a couple of minutes just to say the obvious answer. It can be something really simple. Like someone can ask me my date of birth and I'll have to think about it for like 
a minute or so even though obviously I know that it's just getting it into my head can take longer it's like I have to dig it out of like a yeah a, a mine I've I? noticed that actually with you I remember we were somewhere were we somewhere this week where you had to give your surname and the guy spelt it out to you and you genuinely looked at him for about 30 seconds and then you went yes that's right <laughs> and it did look like I don't know. I think we were collecting something in your name. It did look like for a little bit there. I thought I was worried that he was going to think <laughs> that we were trying to take something that didn't belong to us because you were like, "Oh, is this how this person spells their name?" <laughs> um, so yeah, I totally get that. But it's different because the things you've just said, like so, the thoughts you have before you have a meltdown. Yeah, that's what my thoughts are like all the time. Yeah. So uh, it's interesting that in you that triggers a meltdown whereas I would say for me my meltdowns like when I think about them it's only one solid thought that makes me have meltdowns so it's one that takes over from all of them and like blanks all the others out that's when I know that something's wrong is when there's one it's like one thought that is so like and it's usually a bad one so it's usually like a worry or uh something somebody said that causes anxiety and it overpowers everything else so it stops me from being able to function so I have this one thought uh, and it could be someone just says something and it makes me think of something and that one thought becomes so like incapacitating that all my other thoughts disappear and I think about the one thing and it stops me from being able to do basic tasks as well so say like I was writing something I suddenly it's like I forgot how to write yeah um and like I can't focus on anything I just focus on this one thought and I'm like totally in my head and like all my body sort of shuts down and I can't like do basic like physical tasks or anything uh and then I either have to try and focus enough to get rid of it or I just have to let the meltdown happen and that'll get rid of it anyway but yeah it's it's odd because uh it seems like it's the other way around for me as it is for you whereas I guess the thing that I think about the meltdown is how you think all the time. You only ever stay with one thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I think I don't have as much of a problem with it now. Um, but I know that, well, I say that. I'm probably, I'm, I feel like I'm exactly the same as I was. But I think the difference is like when I'm hanging out with you, because you've got loads of thoughts, I think it works well if we're having a conversation because you can say stuff while I am quieter like I think that it's a good balance I I, it doesn't like it never really comes up as something that's like really obvious with me in my like one thought process but I know when I because I used to live with my ex-boyfriend and he used to get really upset with me for not listening to things he said as in like there was a lot of times where he'd I mean I've said that you actually you do it with me but it's 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 kind of different because I know that about you whereas like with me I wasn't diagnosed at the time but he used to say things and like I just wouldn't be listening but the reason I wasn't listening was because I was always really zoned out with just whatever like the one thing in my head was or just kind of being empty-headed just zone out sort of thing I don't know like I, I wouldn't really focus but I think with you, when you're not focused, it's because you're focused on like lots of other things and your brain's going crazy. Whereas with me, if I'm not focused, it's just because I'm focusing on one thing or 
I just kind of check out. Like, it's hard to describe. It's almost like my brain sort of shuts off and I'm not... Like, I my I can do all the, like, the basic motor movements of, like, my body moving, but I find it hard to sort of, like, speak and... Yeah. I, I can listen, but, yeah, speak. It's like I don't have enough, like... It's not I don't have enough thought, but it's almost like I don't have enough things in my brain to get sentences out to like construct a sentence and say it and that sounds really stupid and it's not like as difficult as I'm making it sound I make it sound like it's impossible it's not but it feels like a lot of energy when I haven't got the thoughts in my head and it's not a constant thing sometimes I've got like stuff going on but yeah sometimes I just feel like really checked out I don't know what that is it's almost like my brain's just sort of a blank was that a good thing or a bad thing? So would you say you do that as a way of relaxing? So, because obviously we're trying to like sort of focus on how like how you relax. And it does seem like for a lot of people that aren't, so the NT people, um, when they relax, it's like a physical thing. So they physically relax. You know, it involves a lot of like lying about, sitting down, you know, relaxing. Yeah. Reading a book on a bench somewhere, you know, like laying on a beach or that kind of thing. Whereas I feel like for... The people like us, when you relax, it's to do with the way you are inside your head. You have to try and relax that. Yeah. Which is why people suggest things like mindfulness or this me listening to nothing and doing nothing for 15 minutes and letting my thoughts like sort of thing. So would you, because we've been off this week, would you say that you've had a way of relaxing your thoughts? Because I know that you said you wanted time off um, and you're looking forward to it, but it was just so you didn't have to, you know do social stuff and do that kind of thing. So when you do your checking out brain thing, is that because of a stress thing? Do you feel like you're too stressed and then the brain like shuts down to block everything out because it needs time away from stuff? Or do you do it as a way of just, uh, you know, a bit of me time, going to calm down now and like have a bit of, uh, I mean, that sounds like I've kind of worded those the same. Yeah. But like, is it, so like with me, um, there's no shut off. So... It's just constant and constant and constant. So when I take time off like now, so the time we're having off now and the time I've got next week, I relax to some level because I'm not having to talk to people and socially interact. And so what I'm doing is I'm relaxing myself from talking to people, interacting with people, seeing people, whatever. But everything else is still the same. Like how my brain works is the same how I've been off as it is when I'm at work. And there's nothing I can do about that. That's just how it is. But with you, the the shutting brain off thing, does it do that because your brain hits a level that it can't take anymore and then shuts down? Or is it something you're voluntarily doing just to give yourself a break? Probably something that... I don't think it's it gets too much and I shut off. I think it's probably voluntarily, but sort of subconsciously voluntarily. Like, I don't actively do it and... I've never thought about it that much because it's. I feel like it's kind of what I've always done. I'm probably more so as I got older. So when I was younger, I was a bit more like stressed all the time, especially like teenager when you're going through puberty in general. And then probably with the undiagnosed Asperger's on top of it, like I was really stressed. And then I think when I got to sort of like maybe like 16, sort of prop, I, I really mellowed out. I would say I'm a lot calmer now and that's not to say that I'm really calm because I'm I'm not but no 
I no, I'm not. But I'm a lot calmer. But I think, yeah, I think it's voluntarily, but you know, sort of subconsciously. You voluntarily do it, otherwise you'd be forced to do it anyway. I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I guess Although, you're, you're getting in there early before something bad happens. I would say that it probably the fact that I zone out so much probably causes me more problems than if I didn't. But I can't help it. Like I, I don't really. I'd rather be more focused because. I can make I can make myself focus on something, but I'm not very focused on life. Like I can focus on one thing, but I can't spend all my days being focused on what I'm doing. Like I can focus on a subject. If I'm reading a book, I can focus on that. If I'm doing a job, I can focus on that. But when it comes to just focusing on what I'm doing in my life, that's where I struggle. And I think that's what causes me problems. So if we're out and about for a walk and you go, oh, did you see that person? I won't have done because I, I'm just, I'd never notice things that are going on around me. I lose things all the time because when I put stuff down, I'm not focused on what I'm doing. I like, I just do it without any sort of thought process. And then when I go, where's my purse? It's because I've put it somewhere, but I can't remember doing that. And if like something happened yesterday and then you say like oh that thing yesterday and I can't remember what it was it's because like my brain just hasn't focused on and I think it probably causes me more problems because I just don't really notice anything I'm so unobservant to things around me but equally like it I can't say it causes me like loads of problems because I've I've always done it, so I'm kind of used to it in that sense. Like, it's not, I, I don't know any different. I can't imagine having the thoughts like you have all the time. In terms of relaxing, though, I don't really, I mean, I enjoy reading and things, but I don't know if I do that for relaxing. I just, that's something that I, I like to learn, and I think you can learn through books, even in, even fictional. Um, I think for me, like, my ultimate relaxing is I guess just being asleep that's that for me is like the if I if I have a meltdown then afterwards I just want to sleep like I feel really tired if I've been stressed about something I just want to go to sleep and I guess that's because that's proper shutdown isn't it for me sleep is like the most relaxing thing but what do you think you're relaxing I don't know if that's the right way to word this, but what do you think it is that you're relaxing? I want to say relaxing from. So what is it that you're trying to... Because, like, for me, it's, like I said, I I can't really relax my thoughts and I can't relax how I think things, interact things. So what I'm doing is when I take time off is I'm just taking time off from being in the NT world. But not because I can't. So, like, if I didn't take these two weeks off, it's not like anything bad would have happened if I stayed in it. It's just nice, you know. It's just like a little... uh, a little nice thing to do but for me it's not essential because there's nothing I can do about the way I think and you know I have tried loads of different techniques and you know stuff to do and you know meditating and that kind of thing but the trouble I found is meditating and like mindfulness and like anything like that you've got to stay focused through it yeah uh, and I can't and I know with some stuff they say well you won't get it the first time You've got to keep trying it. There's been loads of stuff that I've consistently tried to, you know, attempt and I've just not been able to do it. Um, And I know that about myself. So I don't like torture myself by keep trying it. Once I realize that it's just not going to work, then I know to stay away from it because I find that if I keep trying stuff that's not going to work, I get really frustrated with it. 
So I know, I mean, I used to just keep at it like back in the like pre-diagnosis days. I'd just keep attempting stuff and stressing myself out about it. Uh, but now I don't. Now I just, if I know something's not going to work for me, I just think this will never work. So just get away. But like I can't, I can never normally, like even saying that out loud on this podcast sounds a bit like defeatist by saying it's never going to work. So just don't bother. Like when you say that out loud to, I suppose, NT people and that kind of thing, they they say, well, don't be like that. You know, you just got to, you know, show some like determination and whatever. But I know with autism, and I'm sure there's people listening to this that are on the spectrum that know as well, that you know what you can and can't do and you need to accept the limitations as much as like everybody says, don't accept limitations and everything's possible and that kind of thing. I just feel like with being on the spectrum just some stuff is not possible uh, and that's okay it's nothing to be like worried about like I used to like proper beat myself up about something if I couldn't do it uh, especially if it was something that everybody else around me could do you know and, like when people were like relaxing by a pool or do you know I mean like enjoying a book or that kind of thing and yeah. it, literally everybody was doing it and I'm just like well why can't I I used to like really push myself to try and do it and then not be able to do it and then get really frustrated so I don't try and do anything like that when I'm off you know I don't try and relax because when I try and relax, I don't relax and then I get annoyed. And like in the past, if I've taken time off, I've spent all week trying to relax and irritating myself that at no point have I actually been able to achieve it. So then I start thinking, well, that was a waste of a week. That's a write off. Why do I even bother taking time off if I can't do anything about it? Now I just accept the fact that when I'm off, I'm not really going to be relaxing and having like an in- I will enjoy my time off because... There's elements of my life that I'm not forced to do, you yeah. know, because of the good thing about, I suppose, holiday from work is you're being paid to be off. Um, yeah. So it's it's different. Whereas obviously if I um, if I stayed at work, do you know I mean, I'm still I'm being paid, which is the reason I'm going to work. But I'm having to deal with the, the interactions and the talking and the, the things that, you know, enter my mind a lot. So I I can't relax when I'm off, but equally I'm restricting the things that might add stress but it's it's weird that I can't wipe the slate completely uh, but it also possibly could mean that I misunderstand what relaxing means I think for me what I think happens is with NT people is they take a week off and it's like a a reset you know all the worries and all the things that are stressing them out have gone yeah uh, and then when they come back from holiday it's like they're it's like a clean slate for them uh, and they can start again you know doing it until the next time they're off which is why I think a lot of NT people enjoy holidays and you know what I mean like you talk to a lot of NT people and they are saying oh I've got a holiday and it's always like five six months away yeah oh I'm off to wherever in you know July uh, and it's like February <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it it'll be great I had such a nice time last time or they always say where are you going on holiday this year you know and like people always ask me that all the time where are you going on holiday this year? Or when I said I had two weeks off, oh yeah, where are you going to go? Going anywhere nice? Doing anything nice? Do you know what I mean? And like, and I just think like, no, I'm going to stay in and be with my thoughts uh, and try and fill my day with new stuff that's not not work. And the stuff I fill my days with is the same stuff I fill my days with when I've got my days off normally. So when yeah. I'm working and I've got my two days off, I do the same things that I would do in those two days off. It's just, it's a seven day version of the same thing um and that's all I do with 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 time off you know um I I wouldn't say I do anything in particularly relaxing whereas yeah for you um I do genuinely feel like there is some form of relaxing going on for you um like I feel like you do 
do stuff uh, or try things. Like I know you've got like your you've got like your weighted blankets. Mm. And like you've got like your books that you've been reading, yeah. and you know we've we've bought that CBD tea. Yeah. Like, oh, that that I I recommend that. I mean, it doesn't work for everyone. Like it doesn't work for Nikki, but maybe if you I don't know how many people listening to this will be the same as me, but uh, yeah, CBD tea. I've been taking CBD oil, and I think that's great. But CBD tea as well, right before bed, I think that's a winner. It tastes really nice as well. It's like, well, the one we've got is kind of like vanilla-y. But, oh, my God. Like, last night, uh, I mean, I fall asleep quite easily. But, like, I fell asleep. And the the things that I was dreaming about were wild. And this stuff hasn't got any, like, uh, THC in it. Like, it doesn't get you high or anything. It just relaxes you. But... Oh, it's lovely. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I've noticed like an actual difference with you. Like, we've the, you were you, the, you've been off since last Saturday. Yeah. Sunday now, so you've had like this is your eighth day off. Um, yeah, that's right, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and you, I, I genuinely have seen like you be like, oh, this is nice. This has been great. You've had loads of like you've been able to go on loads of runs. Yeah. Uh we've done a couple of bits, and like I've genuinely noticed a, a difference. Do you know what I mean? Like you feel more, you've been calmer. You've been so there is a way of doing it. I do feel like it's not impossible for those on the spectrum to relax. It's just. I would say that there, you've just got to figure out how it works for you yeah. and what you do to relax. Like obviously some people have like hobbies, you know, or like, uh, I suppose I've got gaming. I have noticed that I haven't really played any computer games this week. Um, yeah. And I would say that's one of my, I guess that's one of my, but that's more of an escapism thing. I wouldn't say it's a relaxing thing. I would say it's a distracting thing. And I guess that's what I do in my time off is I distract myself with things that aren't, the things that stress me out so yeah, but I feel like uh I don't know like I don't I feel like sometimes you get too caught up in the idea of what you think like relaxing is because I think distracting is relaxing for like uh, yeah I have my sensory stuff that helps me relax but that's because I'm distracted by the sensory stuff like the weighted blanket distracts me because the weight of it so I, I think maybe gaming is your way of relaxing as much as like you say like it's a distraction i feel like for a lot of people on the spectrum distraction and relaxation may almost be like intertwined because the things i do to relax are really just things i do to distract myself from any like worries or thoughts that are going on but would you say there's like a long term effect of this so like i you're right so the things that I need to distract me are things I cannot do while I'm at work. Yeah. They're things I cannot do uh, when I'm living my normal life. But when yeah. I'm off, there's loads of things I can do yeah. uh, to distract myself from my thoughts. Uh, and it's not like my thoughts are this big burden and they drive me mad. It's just sometimes it's nice to uh, take a break from them. Like yeah. I said, it's always been like this for me. It's, it's not like this like weird erratic thought thing that I've been explaining in this episode is something that's developed over time. I think I've I've always been like this. I like even like as a small child, I remember this is how my thoughts do stuff. So it's not something that I would say is hard work or trouble to deal with because it is just how it is. I don't know any other way of like my brain working. So it's not like it came on and now it's stressing me out or anything. 
But yeah, I guess you're right. So for me, relaxing is distracting myself. But I wonder, like, what's the purpose? Because obviously those that relax in NT ways, mm. they go on holiday, they do their thing. The clean slate thing. Um, obviously, like I said, I don't know if that's how it works. And you're right. I tend to get this idea in my head on how things work. And then I'm convinced that's how it works. And then, you know, that was my whole problem is I find I'm convinced I know how something is. And then once I've locked that thought in, I can't change that thought. And I think that's what it is. I think everyone that goes on holiday, it's like they erase all the stress in their life. And I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going off what I've seen in real life and, you know, TV, that kind of thing. Yeah. But for me, the distracting is fine. But like, I don't know if it has any like long term effects. Like, there's, I, I don't know if I didn't do it, what would happen to me. And I don't know if doing it is a good way because obviously like I've got these two weeks of distracting myself constantly from all my barrage of thinking and that kind of thing but then when I go back to work I can't do it but like I feel like did that two week gap did it have any like benefit to it or was it just two weeks where it didn't happen do you know like so I always feel like people always say they feel better for taking a holiday yeah uh but for me I don't know if the distractions have any like benefit or long-term effects whereas with you this week off, I feel like, has done good for you. You know, it has, it has, like, you did yeah. seem kind of, like, a bit manic and stuff, but, like, you can see that, like, how you go about day-to-day tasks uh, since you've had this week off, you've been a lot more calmer, a lot more relaxed with things that have happened. Like I said, like I've been saying, you've been starting conversations with people in shops, uh, yeah. talking to people behind counters, do you know what I mean? Like you've been asking questions with things. What did we do the other day that you just up and did? Oh, you started a conversation with that guy in the shop all of a sudden. He was serving you and you just started yeah, chatting to him. He wasn't even like starting a conversation. You started a conversation with him. And I feel like when you weren't on your time off, I feel like because of all the stuff that was happening to you at the same time, you wouldn't have been able to do that. But yeah. when you've had some time off, you can see some like changes and evidence that the time off has done good because you're you're able to to do certain things but like I'm saying for like someone like me um I don't know if my behavior changes when I'm off to when I'm not off you know so I I do still like having time off and I'm saying it was a waste of time and I shouldn't have done it but I I mean like I guess I've got it in my head what relaxing is and everyone always goes on about how you need to do it and obviously loads of people need time to just clear their head and like you know I mean like time alone whatever to to calm and to you know have a more peaceful like few things everybody apparently needs that <clears throat> but I don't think I've ever had that but then I, I yeah so I wonder like what are the benefits of me being off or for a lot of people on the spectrum that have a similar style of autism to me like what uh, like what's the what do we do like well, do you think I do you think it's a good thing that I do this? Well, yeah, I do, I think it's even if you don't notice, I think it's done you good. Like I've noticed a difference in you, um, for sure. I don't know. Like I know you said you don't really see it, but you have been talking about work a lot less than you were. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's probably because you're not there. But I think just giving your brain a bit of a break from the way you were being about work has helped, and you were more 
I want to use the word aggressive, but not like, not really aggressive, but like you were angrier, but again, not like angry at any particular person. You just seemed more irate before the break. And I think you definitely seem a, a bit calmer now. So I, I think it has had benefits. And I think like probably one of the things that's, the reason why it's different is because the things you tend to get worked up about um, or worry about and stressed about are bigger things. I think that's a difference between us and not like a black and white difference. There are some things that are big that I worry about and there are some things that are small that you worry about. But for the most part, you worry about the bigger things that I guess are the more normal worries. So like the way you've been a bit worried about me do, starting a new job yeah um because you were thinking about you that's probably something that i should be more not like worried but maybe a bit nervous about or like oh no no you should start doing that no i'm not saying i should start doing it but i think even for nt people that would be a more normal reaction would be to be a little bit nervous or a little bit you know unsure whereas for me things like that don't bother me so i haven't felt bothered about that at all nothing at all but then something little will bother me so uh change we changed a bit of furniture the other day if i know that something needs doing <laughs> i like to just get it done so like say the washing up needs doing i want to just get it done and that's the like sort of little thing that will start bothering me if that's in the back of my head that is quite a big thing for me whereas that doesn't seem to bother you but the big things bother you more and then the little things bother me more. And maybe it's just because it's the little things that affect me that means that I guess I can relax easier because it's, it's littler things. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I know that for... I was going to do... This episode originally was going to be about relaxing and worrying. Uh, yeah. But worrying for me is such a big thing and a big thing for you and for a lot of people that I've spoken to and know this on the spectrum. It's, it's a thing that we do a lot. And it, it's not like normal worries. It can be really like weird stuff. So I'm, I'm thinking maybe next week uh, I was going to make that episode on worrying and break this into two bits uh, instead of doing one episode that covers two topics. But uh, and mainly because like I think we've we've yeah we wouldn't have enough time anyway to cover it. Yeah. But um, you said something there that made me think about the time off I've had. Actually, yeah, uh, I've mentioned a few times in this podcast that. One of my main emotions I have is uh, angry. Yeah. Uh, I get angry a lot. Uh, and I have a lot of anger and aggression towards things. Uh, and that's my go-to emotion. Uh, you know, yeah. like a lot of people on the spectrum, we don't show a lot of, like, stuff. But we have we have a dominant emotion. I feel like a lot of NT people have, like, a range of emotions. But I do feel like a lot of people on the spectrum, we can have emotions. But there's always that one that we have to, more than others. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, some people it's like fear and, you know, some people it's like sadness or, you know, and some people they get positive ones, you know. Uh, I've met some people on the spectrum that have like, that get happy a lot. Like yeah. that's the only one they ever have. They seem happy all the time. Um, and yeah, for me, the aggression and anger is my main emotion. It's the only way I show that something's bothering me is I throw it, I show it through anger. And it's confusing uh, and it can be confusing for you especially because you speak to me the most that sometimes it looks like I'm getting angry about something 
Um, but the emotion I want is not anger. Um, it's just it's the only one I know how to do. So I tend to use it a lot. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes you'd be like, are you angry? And I'm like, no. Uh, yeah. But it looks like I am. Yeah. Uh, but that's just because it's my go-to emotion. I would say that actually this time off this week that I've had... I would say that I've been less angry yeah, while I've been off. Definitely. So I guess there's a benefit. Like I was trying to think about what's the point of me taking time off uh, and like obviously we only ever talk about ourselves and our own experiences but for those of you that have a similar style of autism to me like you understand and like those who listen to this have a similar style of autism to you they get your point of view and that kind of thing or if you have a completely different one but you can kind of see where it's coming from. But yeah, I would say that's a benefit is my aggression towards things has been less. Definitely. Uh, So I guess there's that. I would say that just before I took this time off, um, I was, yeah, I used to get angry about a lot of things. It wasn't like the worst I've ever seen you, but you were definitely up there on your being like annoyed a lot scale. Yeah, which I suppose... I feel like time off for me is good for reflection when I think about it because I've been less angry. Yeah. And I don't like the fact that I get angry. It's not like I enjoy it uh, and it's not like I need it. I use it as like an indicator that something's bothering me if I find myself getting aggressive over really tiny stuff. Or sometimes I just get angry over nothing. Yeah. I'll be completely fine and then just be livid uh, and I don't understand where it's come from. But the fact that being away from work and being away from, like, interacting as much as I do has brought my anger down, it it helps me, I guess, being off as a way to reflect on what could be some of the root causes of, like, my aggression. You know, like, cause I'm, I've taken big chunks out of what my normal weekly routine is. Um, and, yeah, that's taken a lot of the anger away from me. So it makes me realise there's something that I'm doing on a regular basis that's working me up. But then, equally, yeah, time off might be important for me just to let it die down a bit. Because, obviously, some of the things that might be triggering it are things I can't avoid. So maybe more frequent blocks of time off might be better because, yeah. do you mean, I've got less of a aggressive build-up. Like, I don't know how you, how it makes you feel, but I definitely notice when you've had a period of time off, it does almost, not completely reset, but almost, like, deplete your levels of anger back down. And then, yeah, once you've worked a lot and there's been a lot of things annoying you, it's like your tank's full again and you need a bit of time off to bring it back down. That's what I notice with you. Yeah, um, but then, like... I suppose it is still down to relaxing. I wouldn't say that because uh, obviously there's some people on the spectrum that don't have a job or can't work. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like, do you know what I mean? This episode is based solely on holiday because I remember I've been empl- unemployed a couple of times now where I've been, I've not had a job for um, like almost a year. It's happened twice where I've had no job for almost a year and I still needed time away from that so that was bizarre like I wasn't going to work and I wasn't interacting as much but it was making me weird yeah Uh, I was getting odd and my behavior was getting weird and I couldn't figure out what it was and yeah I needed to start going back into work again and making myself go back out into public just to to sort that out so it's a weird it's a weird balance as much as I've said that I've realized at the start of this episode that I don't want a job um I've I've gone through a period of not having a job and that also made me not angry, but it made me quite 
I don't know, like more rigid with, I, th- I think my autism became, because I was spending a lot of hours of the day on my own. Yeah. And that was day in, day out for months where I was on my own constantly. And I started making like my own weird routines and do you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And that seemed to make, and when they were broken, I got more stressed than ever. Yeah. Than when I was out and about. So I think, yeah, it's still like this episode for me, even though I was trying to talk about, is it possible for those on the spectrum to relax uh, and, you know, be calm and take time to do stuff? I'm still not sure whether we can or can't because I'm trying to now think about, I don't know, this this whole thing, this whole episode is just for me is like made me think about way more stuff. I thought there'd be more of a, I don't know, like structure to this, but now I'm like completely lost. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I think the a lot of people that are on the spectrum that don't have jobs because, uh, and I, I'm talking about the ones that, don't have jobs because they can't work like it's not the ones that don't have jobs but they're looking or you know that the ones that have are actively not working and aren't trying to get a job those I feel like a lot of them have like certain structures and routines in place that allow them to um in not be like you were basically for a lot of people because you I think a a big problem with you was the fact that you knew that you needed to get a job yeah um but you were struggling really struggling to find one and I think that was causing a lot of stress in itself so the people that don't have jobs because they don't uh need one or they're not looking for one I feel like that's different there's not the sort of level of uncertainty about when is the job coming sort of thing and I think they have things in place for for me personally like I don't really not want a job so as much as like the week off has been nice I really like the structure of work yeah I mean what's been coming up a lot in this episode is is routine yeah uh, and structure so maybe like the way which just sounds odd because obviously when a lot of people take a holiday or relax or take time off, they throw out the routine, the structure. They just, you know what I mean? They get up when they wake up. They eat when they're hungry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but it is odd that like for us uh, and me included and you and I'm sure other people, you have to keep the routine and you have to keep the structure if you want to stay calm and relax. Yeah. So even though we've been off, we've still kind of had... A structure and routine uh and yeah i guess when you're at work they they make it for you and it's regimented more because that's how jobs work but yeah. when you're home you just have to have the same thing uh you have to have the and i've kind of gone over what we've done so like every day i've kind of gone over we're doing this in this order yeah and i've kind of like announced that loudly every morning yeah i've kind of gone so here's what we're doing we're going here we're doing this we're doing yeah. that we're doing this and then obviously yeah things like when we were swapping the furniture over in the flat i said it was something we were going to do and then i almost didn't do it uh i almost went like no we're not going to bother uh and i i could see you getting like visibly agitated <laughs> by the fact that it was something we said we were going to do and then i was just like nah we'll just do it tomorrow um 
And like the thing is with me is it probably agitated me as well. But like with you, that's the difference. Like I say, no, we're not going to do it. We'll do it tomorrow. And you get agitated straight away. Whereas I always kind of feel like I'm a bit more like free spirited and I'm okay with just doing it tomorrow. But then I do think like I haven't realized that it's actually bothering me as well. Yeah. But it just comes out later on where I get annoyed by something else. And it's because... I thought, yeah, we'll just do it later. Um, I I think the the other thing with you is, you you are like more you're definitely more free spirited than me in the sense that you'll be like, no, we'll do it later. But I think the other thing with you is, your we'll do it tomorrow. Usually, then the next day will be a oh, we'll do it tomorrow. It's very much like, I think it's to do with the executive functioning. You. And it's not always like I'm, and this isn't a criticism. I feel like this is coming out as a criticism. It's not, but you are the you you do have a a sort of a habit of being like yeah, yeah yeah I'll get that done, and then you know yeah it it takes a while for you to get something done. Whereas I'm the complete opposite of I will get something done before there's even time to contemplate it. Like the other day, you put your bedding in the wash, and then and like. I, I don't know, a short while later, you were like, oh, I won't bother making the bed because I'm going to go out and buy new stuff. And I'd already made the bed. Like the new bed, like the fresh bed in was already on the bed done. Because if I see something not done, I just do it. <laughs> and then and then it's done. And like, I feel like for me, that's how I manage my, going back to like worrying and relaxation. I think that that's how I manage mine. For me, if if it, everything's done, then what can I think about? Like, I don't have to worry about when am I going to do the washing up or when am I going to tidy or things like that. So if I just get the jobs that I need to get done done, then I can focus on other things. And I think that's, like, probably an area where we differ because you are a lot... I, and like you say, you might be getting agitated without knowing it. But you're definitely a lot better at just sort of accepting things. I might not be. This is the thing. Like I've, I, I mean, I think I'm good at saying, yeah, I'll just do it tomorrow. But like you say, it could, it could be like with me, like an internal like battle almost. Yeah. Where my executive functioning or ADHD or whatever it is is saying like, whatever, we'll just do it later. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it can wait. I'm not doing it now. But then, like the autistic part of me is then like but it's part of what we're doing today and it's the routine and it's what we said we'd do uh and now we're not doing it uh so that's really annoying but then I'm like so I should just get it done and then it won't be annoying and then yeah the executive function of me is just like yeah but there's no rush and um, we'll just do it later and like I feel like I have that internal like fight all the time with everything yeah. and this is like the thing like this is what I'm saying like so this is me at home. This isn't me like out and about. This isn't me interacting with anything. This is me on my week off, like two weeks off, whatever, relaxing, supposed to be having like a calm down, like cleanse, whatever, getting away from everything, like clear my thoughts. And I'm having like a weird internal battle about setting a TV stand up or hanging a picture on a wall. Yeah. Where part of me has said that was next on the list of things to do. So we need to do it. And like obviously with anybody that's on the spectrum, when your routine gets thrown out and you've got a plan like it's proper disorientating and can be really agitating and can cause meltdowns so i've made the plan of we're doing this now and this is when we're doing it and then the time comes up to doing it and then the other part of me goes yeah yeah but does it need doing now uh and yeah like i just um, i always verbally the executive functioning side of me 
always verbally gets in there first and I'll say out loud, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. And then I have to deal with like the aftermath of that with my autistic like need for schedule, routine and structure going, but we're supposed to be doing it now. And will there be time tomorrow? And what's the plan for tomorrow? And where am I going to fit that in? Yeah. So like, I feel like I have that battle constantly at work, not at work, trying to relax, trying to do my week, whatever. So I, yeah, it's still, I'm still not sure if it's capable, if I'm capable of relaxing and maybe I shouldn't refer to my time off as holiday or relaxing time. I'll just call myself, I've booked myself like a distraction period. Yeah. And I'll just start calling it that. If I see it differently, maybe I'll enjoy it more. Yeah. Uh, if I picture it as not holiday, not relaxing, I just put, I've booked myself a nice distraction week or give it like, maybe not that, but like give it a different name so it means something else and then I can... That is something that I've noticed seems to work for you more. If you're not trying to achieve what you think should be happening when you sort of I've noticed that with you if you change your mindset to realizing like boy if I can't achieve that this you do tend to be more sort of comfortable with it yeah I can't I I can think I know there have been examples of this uh in the past and it's only since doing this podcast that I've noticed it but yeah you've definitely that's a thing with you I think this is a thing that I'd be really interested for anyone that's in our Facebook group or anyone listening, if you've got Facebook and you feel free to join the Facebook group, but I'd be, or just message us, whatever. But I'd be really interested to hear what other people um, sort of thoughts and feelings are on this. And if anyone has like a similar version of Asperger's to Nikki um, and has any like techniques or things that they do, I'd, I'd be really interested to hear and then just in general, what people, other people on the spectrum, no matter what sort of, what your Asperger's is like, what you do to relax or sort of calm your worries and what your thought processes are like. Because I know at the start we spoke about um, Nikki's thought processes and mine. I'd be really interested to hear about what other people's are like. So if you have like the speedy thought, if anyone can relate to me with my really sort of slow motion thoughts and if anyone's got anything different this is the this is one that I'd really like to hear from other people and I think because like you said it's we can't really fit it's such a broad topic we can't fit it all into one episode I think it would be good to do another episode similarly but having other people's opinions as well that we could maybe include and take into account because it's difficult when we've both got such different uh, thought processes and yeah. the way we are I'd, I'd really like to hear from other people on yeah if anyone is <laughs> wants to message us or write in the group just yeah if, let us know what your thought processes are like and what you do to relax I'd, that's something I'd actually I'd really like to hear mm. about mm. well that's it for this week uh, like I say next week I am going to we're going to do an episode on uh, worrying in general because uh, I think it's a big thing for people on the spectrum I feel like the way the things we worry about and it contributes a lot to like anxiety and that kind of thing yeah um, I'll probably do a little bit of research as well before we do the episode just see what I can find but also obviously Scarlett's just asked for like people to give their opinions and stuff if we get I think a lot of that we might do that as well uh, or instead like I say we We've not really set anything that we do episode-wise in place uh, until roughly like an hour or so before we're about to record it. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we will do worrying next week. If people do reply to this particular episode with a load of stuff, we might 
we might just go through that. Um, but yeah, that's it. If you want to, um, so we're on Instagram. Uh, I'm going to just do all the, the bits. We're on Instagram, them Asperger's. Twitter's the same. Facebook's the same, uh, them Asperger's. On Facebook, there's a private group that you can join. And then, like I say, everybody's in there. Uh, you can post anything you want to know information on. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that me or Scarlett will reply to it, but there's loads of people on there that, like I've said before, know way more about this kind of thing than me and Scarlett do. So there's loads of helpful people on there if you do have any questions or things you want to ask. You don't have to be autistic to join any of them or like any of them. You can either just be interested or know somebody that is or want advice on interacting with somebody that is. If you don't want to do it publicly, you can private message us through Facebook uh, on the same page. Also, themaspergers at gmail.com is the email if you want to email it to us as well. If you're not really into the whole social media thing and you want to do it that way, do it that way. Uh, this podcast is obviously, you listening to this, but it just for like anybody that's not sure and that kind of thing, you can get this uh, podcast on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. There's loads. I We're on like 11 different platforms now, so... Um, I mean, obviously, it's always weird when I advertise where our podcast is because you have to listen to our podcast to hear where our podcast yeah, is. Yeah, but in case you're like listening to it on some podcast app that you're not really into and then you've got Spotify and you hear Spotify and you're like, oh, that'd be easier. Yeah, 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 yeah there is that, yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, on, we're on most podcast platforms now. I think all of them pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Took a while to get accepted on all of them, but now we are. We're really yeah. pushing it. Well done. Yeah. Well done, us. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's it for this week. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah, that have thank been listening. you so much. Oh, thanks for all the messages last week as well, because I know last week was our year anniversary episode. Oh, my. Oh, we I had know. such lovely messages. Yeah, Scarlett. Uh, yeah, you were. You got really like uh, into it. I, I mean, I really enjoyed it as well, obviously. It's not like I was like, yeah, whatever. But um yeah, Scarlett in particular really liked the messages. It was so, it was like, just so lovely. Yeah, so really yeah, thanks nice. for that. Uh, thanks for anybody yeah, that yeah, said all the good stuff about last week. And yeah, we'll hopefully keep going with the things. And like I say, we, we're open to suggestions. So if anybody wants us to talk about anything, I know loads of people have asked us to do stuff. And I know I keep saying we are going to cover them, but we are going to cover them. We, we actually have two that yeah. I have just remembered that we yeah, this episode are going to cover, yeah. This episode was going to be something completely different this week, but Scarlett, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, it's my slow-mo thoughts. <laughs> the slow-mo thoughts, but they've come back to me. But hey. Well, maybe you should write them down or something. Uh, yeah, I really should. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for this week. Okay, yes. thanks again, everyone, for listening. Thank you. Bye.